I'll be speaking to Megan Champion about her Indigenous gift certificate program. It's called Tetlas. And we'll listen to some sunny day music, catch up on Indigenous news in the province. And thank you so much for tuning in to Coastal Voices, CFUV 101.9 FM in Victoria. to CFUV 101.9 FM in Victoria. Megan Champion is an entrepreneur, business owner, and a couch and band member. Her recent delve into the world of alternative currency is picking up speed in Victoria and on the island. Uh, this week, I was fortunate enough to speak to her about TATLAS, which is a form of currency or gift certificates that's meant to create sovereignty for Indigenous people and to help those in need. So today I'm speaking to Megan Champion, who is the founder of the Tatla's gift certificate system. Hi, how are you today, Megan? I'm good, thanks. Great. Um, I was wondering if you could speak a bit about uh, what gave you the idea for Tatla's. Uh, actually, it, uh, um, it was a discussion that I had with my late grandfather back in 1999, um, he asked me why it was that when non-native people came to the reserve that they couldn't enjoy the same tax breaks that we did. Mm-hmm. And that question really got me thinking about um, why, why that was the case. And uh, so I began to explore uh, the, the history of our people when it came to commerce and trade and um, you know, discovered that uh, this is a, a very vital aspect of our traditional economies. And by all means, we should be exploring these kind of uh, systems and uh, instruments of exchange. Um, and uh, like one of the things I discovered was that we did have a currency um, before contact. We used wild mountain goat wool uh, as one form of a currency or a mm-hmm. unit of exchange. We also used baskets, and uh, some pe- some some people up north they used uh, row on uh, herring on row or rope the the herring eggs. Yeah, gal. Um, so yeah, there's a you know, this is this is nothing new that we're doing. It's simply applying a a uh, 
with innovation, applying a new form to a very old tradition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like the idea of taking an archaic idea that's worked for a really, really long time and applying it and um, seeing how everybody's benefiting from it. Can you talk a bit about uh, uh, how the TATLA system works economically? Basically, we've got about 50-some-odd businesses and individuals who offer services and um, uh, products within the Victoria area. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, it started with um, a dentist, actually. We did a whole lot of house cleaning. My husband and I have a house cleaning service, mm-hmm. and we did a lot of house cleaning for her. And rather than her pay us in cash, Canadian money, she gave us dental gift certificates. Hmm. And we found that a lot of people needed dental work, but they could never, never afford to pay for it. Yeah. And uh, so, um, and those people had things that they wanted to barter and trade. And so they were offering gift certificates for their services. And what we did was we built up a reserve of assets comprised of gift certificates. Hmm. Um, so we have a reserve of about, I think it's um, seventeen thousand dollars worth of gift certificates at all of these different businesses that participate. Wow. So that even if right now, today, every single business that's currently participating decided they weren't going to participate any further, we would still be able to, um, everyone that has Tetlas would be able to redeem those Tetlas for those gift certificates. That's they might great. not be able to get the exact gift certificate they wanted, but they would be able to get some value for it. Yeah, that's great. What businesses and, and services participate in the Tetlas system? I know you mentioned well, I mentioned dentistry. that we've got a dentist, yeah. we have house cleaning, mm-hmm. we have a massage therapist, uh, we do have a lawyer. Um, mm-hmm. We have the Good Food Box, which That's provides great, yeah. organic fruit and vegetables here in the Victoria area. Um, we just got a restaurant recently called Cabin 12. And, oh, yeah. I mean, if, if, if people want to know, they should go to the Tetla website and check out. There's a whole section on where can I spend the Tetlas. And they can spend them directly at 50 different places. Or there's a place where they can spend more indirectly, like they could come to us. Um, because there's a, another barter system called the Green uh, sorry, the Let's Exchange system. Mm-hmm. There's about 45 businesses that participate in that, and we exchange uh, their, those gifts for Tetla as well. That's fantastic. Have you found it's picked up speed very quickly? Are you surprised? At- it was it was very tough going at first. Was it? Yeah. Lie. It was. Uh, it was a very uh, at first. You know, the idea was new. It was hard for people to understand it. You know, it's kind of strange when you go around saying, here's pieces of paper that I printed, and will you accept them for But mm-hmm. um, We've been doing it for two years now. Um, wow. People understand that, that uh, you know, we do have integrity with this, that, um, um, you know, we're honorable people, mm-hmm. and that, uh, you know, we do keep our commitments. And so, in the very least, one of the things that really helps is, with my husband and I having our own um, house cleaning service, you know, we're committed that every single Tetla that's out there in circulation right now, and there's... I think it's 17,000 Tetlas in circulation. Wow. Um, That's, that, you know, in the very least, if nothing else, we will do that amount of house cleaning to, you know, make sure that it's backed by by our sweat and uh, labor. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that's as good as anything. I, I just feel like it's a really wonderful idea and um, interesting to apply to communities. I'm really pleased to see how many different businesses in Victoria, and they're all really practical services. Like everybody's eventually going to need a lawyer or a dentist or housekeeping. And those are all things that maybe you can't afford. Uh, But you can, can you talk a bit about the trading uh, aspect? So you come to you. 
um, mm-hmm. and, and do you trade off some sort of work or can you pay for Tatlas? Well, we have decided that we're not willing to accept just outright purchasing of Tetlas. Mm-hmm. However, that doesn't stop. If someone does have Tetlas and they want to trade them for another person for cash, there's nothing stopping them. It's just we won't be doing that okay. as the issuer. Um, however, you know, if someone wants to participate in the system, what we ask is that they take a look at all the different services that you can spend Tetlas on and make sure that there's something that there's a value to them that they would want to spend it on. Mm-hmm. And then all they have to do is approach us with a service that they can provide or um, a product that they can provide that they would be willing to exchange for Tetlas or partially payment in Tetlas for, for that thing. Yeah. So it's really important to us that no one sort of um, overextend themselves and get involved in this unless they can actually benefit in some way. Mm-hmm. And um, what type of services are people offering? Like, um, say I were to come to you and say, I want dental care. I can I can clean houses. I know how to babysit. I'm good at yard work. Are those the type That's of services? Excellent. Yeah. They can they could they could they could offer to do any of that work for Tetla, and we would be happy to accept that. We would be happy to put them like list them on the Tetla website, which is like an exchange. It's, uh, 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 and, and they would list, you know, I'm willing to babysit for 15 Tetla an hour, or I'm willing to walk dogs for 10 Tetla an hour. Hmm. Um, or if someone has, someone wants Tetlas, they can offer to sell something. Like we had someone that wanted to sell a car and they were willing to sell it for, for Tetlas. It was a <laughs> sort of a beautiful junker, but they were willing to take 500 Tetlas for it. That's awesome. That is really, yeah. really awesome. So you've been at it for two years. Um, mm-hmm. Are you feeling like it's picking up speed now? You're starting to get the word out? Absolutely. I, yeah. Especially with the, uh, um, we just signed on with a farm, Shadow Mountain Farm. Oh, great. Out in Souk. And um, and so, you know, basically, like, we're really interested in food sovereignty, mm-hmm. um, not just like the, you know, the overall sovereignty, but we're looking at what my uh, elder Joe Sylvester, late Joe Sylvester said was that for a tribe, for a nation to be a nation, it has to provide food, shelter mm-hmm. and safety and security for its people. Mm-hmm. So we really have been wanting to make it so if anyone had tetlas, they can feed their families with them. Yeah, and uh, so having the first farm on board and getting a few restaurants, um, that's the that's the you know picking up speed. Absolutely, that's where we're going. We'd love to get more farms involved, mm-hmm. and if anyone is out there and they're growing their own food mm-hmm. and they have a surplus or they make jams or anything like that, mm-hmm. we'd love to help them. You know, if they want to participate, we'd love to involve them. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And hopefully this reaches people who are uh, feeling this idea and interested in, in providing local food to people who may not otherwise be able to afford it. Um, yeah. It is really expensive to live in Victoria, as, as we all know. And I think this is a fabulous idea. Um, can you tell me a little bit about uh, what Tetla means? Okay, in the Hokaminam language, uh, Hokaminam is spoken by the Coast Salish people in the um, mid-region of Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. And the word for money is Tela, mm-hmm. and the word for little money is Tetla. Great. That's awesome. <laughs> or or it's, it's actually diminutive. Mm-hmm. It means baby money, really. <laughs> Fabulous. I, I mean, it's such a great idea, and it seems like it's full steam ahead now. I know that David Suzuki even uh, reached out to you and said that he's in support of Tatlas. And oh. what great uh, exposure that would be for, for your uh 
your little economy that you guys are building for for Vancouver oh, Island. It was fantastic. He mm-hmm. he he gave us wonderful endorsement mm-hmm. and offered. Um, there's a, like there's a lot of people who, you know, they, 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 I guess the idea of alternative currencies is kind of a hot thing right now, mm-hmm. and um, everyone's got their idea on how we're supposed to be doing it. Yeah, like with and David, Bitcoin and stuff like that coming yeah. up. And what's great about Dr. Suzuki is he came on board and he's like, whatever I can do to help you, I'm not here to tell you how to do it. What can I do to to, to help you uh, promote this? So that's fantastic. Kind enough to write an endorsement and wear a t-shirt and pose wearing it <laughs> that's so fabulous so good to hear um how can people reach out to you and and uh tetlas and to started in i guess doing uh trades for tetlas oh well uh they can get come to our website which is www.tetla.org mm-hmm. and um if they want to email um, info at tetla.org for students especially um, send us an email that says we'll work for Tetla, mm-hmm. and you know uh, it's likely we can find someone who will want to buy your services for Tetla. Mm-hmm. We have about 300 people that currently hold Tetla that mm-hmm. are you know people who um, have have acquired them in some way. Um, like one of the things that we do is for our house cleaning service, I give to Tetla every time I clean someone's house as a reward mm-hmm. for using my services. That's great. So That's we a have an uh, extensive network of people out there who are ready to spend their Tetla. They just want to find a place to spend it. Mm-hmm. So the more people on board, the better. And um, it'll just keep growing as more yep. people join and find out about this because it really is a wonderful cooperative way to trade goods and services without having to spend money, you know, trade your real yep. hard work for for uh services that you may not be able to afford otherwise that's fabulous right like things like dentistry and and law are really expensive so this is a wonderful alternative um what is your hope for tatlas do you have uh, a goal for the next five years insofar as where yeah. you hope to see tatlas going absolutely one of the things that we've done with tatlas so far is Having generated capital from it, having generated a bit of a profit, we wanted to plow that right back into the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing that we did was a series of six language classes until our instructor became ill. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did six whole community language classes for homeschoolers in the Victoria and um, Duncan area. And um, the other project that we're working on is to do, um, we're trying to fix the, ho- the roof of an elder um, and his family. And we've, we've basically raised about um, 90% of the money to do that. And so it's full steam ahead on, on that. The, mm-hmm. the Tetla project is ultimately a social business enterprise. Um, and so my goal actually is to whatever, whatever capital that we manage to, to generate, profits we manage to generate from doing this work, that um, we can use it to benefit our communities and show people that, Indigenous people are capable of doing amazing things if we just have the freedom to do it and Mm -hmm. are given the latitude Mm -hmm. to exercise our rights. Exactly. And to work together uh, for sovereignty. And that's amazing. Uh, Thank you so much for speaking with me today. Is there anything, uh, any information you would like to leave our listeners with? Uh, Actually, yes. If you're out there and you're in a um, community, even if you're here in Victoria, and you'd like to start your own alternative currency, and you just don't know how to go about doing it, we would love to help you, uh, give you any tips and, uh, um, you know, show you 
how we did it, if you're interested in doing that. Mm. Because the way we see it is that tent love will only be strong if there's other alternative current, currencies out there, other nations doing this. Mm-hmm. So it's to our advantage to help other nations become strong like this as well. So mm-hmm. I really love to hear from anybody out there who's interested in the idea and would like to pursue a community currency for their community. Yeah, imagine how fabulous it would be if uh, more communities across Canada got into this uh, idea of sovereignty and creating our own economies so that we mm-hmm. can we can uh, be sovereign states of uh, Indigenous folks and also like non-Indigenous folks too, working together with this currency to provide uh, services to one another. This is such a great idea. Well, this is a way that settlers can really sort of, not to be a pun on it, but uh, put their money where their mouth is <laughs> in terms of supporting for Indigenous people is, you know, get involved in these kind of initiatives and, and, and help. I mm-hmm. love that, that people are coming out and protesting with us and, and standing with us um, mm-hmm. on various actions. But what we really need is, um, you know, sort of more concrete, tangible support. support. Yeah, and exactly. uh, this is an opportunity to, uh, to really strengthen that relationship. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's a win-win-win, right? It's helping yeah, the community. Absolutely. It's helping, uh, yeah, helping local communities, helping one another and helping strengthen yeah. those bonds between Indigenous and non-Indigenous communities. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Megan Champion, for speaking me, to me today. Uh, your website, again, is www.tetlas.org? Dot org, yeah. Fantastic. Okay, thank you so much uh, for your right, support, and uh, I hope you have a fabulous day. Thank you again. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Once again, that was Megan Champion Thank you so much, Megan. Uh, she is the creator of Tatlas, and thanks for speaking to me about this exciting new venture. If you are interested and like to find out more about Tatlas, you can go to www.tatlas.org. Uh, that's T-E-T-L-A-S.org. There is this great new Kickstarter project happening. It's called This is a Stereotype, Initiating Dialogue. And I've posted it on the Coastal Voices Facebook page, which you can find just by going Coastal Voices on Facebook. And it's a Kickstarter inspired by the work of Kanupa Hanska, who has been exploring the misconceptions and stereotypes about Indigenous people and uh, how they can distort our views of one another. Uh, this is a really great Kickstarter project, and I'd love to endorse it. Because, and, and, and urge you to check out Kanupa's work, too. Uh, this particular work is really exploring the dim- dimensions of... Um, our views of Native Americans and and the stereotypical uh, ideas about such. Uh, again, it's called This is a Stereotype Initiating Dialo- Dialogue, and you can find it on the Kickstarter page. Okay, so the mis- the issue of missing and murdered Indigenous women is at the forefront of many Canadians' minds, with uh, the lack of a proper inquiry this year by the Harper government. Although many, many people and different organizations, including the Human Rights Watch, have been advocating for an inquiry, nothing satisfactory has been done to look into this issue, which is why it's no surprise that people have become very angry and upset with the lack of care presented by the federal government. And that leads me to last week, 
Lauren Harper, Stephen Harper's wife, was in Toronto and introduced something called Just for Cats Internet Cat Video Festival, which some have claimed appears to be a part of the conservative government strategy to exploit Lauren Harper's popularity. Is she really that popular? Who knows? Asking young woman by the name of Haley King interrupted Miss Harper speech by asking, raising awareness about cat welfare is a good look for your husband's upcoming campaign strategy. Don't you think supporting government action on missing and murdered indigenous women would be a better look? Lauren Harper dismissed the question by instead insisting that the the evening was about awareness for homeless cats and that perhaps another night could have hosted an event for the cause. Haley King was immediately asked to leave the event even though she'd paid for tickets to be there. According to Stats Canada, Indigenous women and girls are three and a half times more likely to be to experience violence than non-Indigenous women and seven times more likely to be murdered. Mrs. Harper's response and blatant dismissal of this issue is just one of the innumerable examples of how Indigenous women and girls are swept under the rug in the epidemic of violence against Indigenous women and girls. And it's up up to us as a people to raise up these women and create safe spaces of support for them to exist within. And it's my belief that all Indigenous and non-Indigenous women should come together and stand up for violence against women. Uh, You might have seen the controversy surrounding the LNG summit on April 16th when Fort Nelson Chief Charlene Gale held up a feather and requested that the government leave the summit. Gale has stated she is not against oil and gas development, but she is concerned about the rush plans and lack of consultation with the First Nations people, which is something that is echoed by many different First Nations chiefs across Canada. The chiefs of First Nations bands of BC are now demanding to meet with uh, Christy Clark about the gas exploration in BC. Please remove yourself from the room. I'm going to ask the industry to stay. That's a clip from the summit last week, uh, the LNG summit at Fort Nelson. And in other news, the announcement of a bursary by the BC government is good news for early childhood educators across Canada and in BC. Uh, Early childhood educators are some of the hardest working people in Canada and um, especially in BC where they make the lowest wage in Canada. The government is investing $513,000 into early childhood education to create more jobs and put specific focus on Aboriginal students and EC students who have specifically Aboriginal focus in their education. If you're interested in more, please check out www.ecebc.ca. In the community, we have... A Cowichan Aboriginal Film Festival. It's the 10th anniversary of it. You can find out more at www.aff.cowichan.net. And uh, upcoming this week, we might have a little ticket giveaway, which is two director's passes. And it would give the winner the opportunity to come to any of the screenings, but it does not include the opening ceremonies or the Coast Salish dinner. And the festival starts tomorrow, so keep listening to CFUV for that. Um, <clears throat> if you have any more questions, you can contact uh, 
Couch and Ticket Center at 250-748-7529. And it's really cool. It's going to be films, workshop, art, performance, focus groups, and a youth awards night. It's put on by the City of Duncan and a number of other sponsors. And... Um, It'll be up island, I'm guessing. So if you would like to win tickets to that, please lis- keep listening to CFUV this week. Uh, we just might be giving some away um, up in the community this weekend. Something called uh, Reclaim the Streets, which is a symposium on art and public space. It starts Friday, April 25th at uh, 6 p.m. and Saturday on April 26th from 10 to 6.30 p.m. It's at open space on 510 Fort Street on the second floor and no admission or registration is required. It's going to be a wonderful evening an event and um, I will be speaking there with a number of other different artists. We'll be screening a documentary called 100 Shades of Beige which explores uh, graffiti in Victoria and graffiti removal specifically. If you've been around Victoria for long enough, you'll be familiar with the Trackside Gallery and Rock Solid's efforts to put an end to the art that's happening down there. And um, that film will be about that. There's a number of amazing artists that are going to be present during this, including Other, who is a graffiti artist, and uh, a bit of a nomad. He's kind of all over the place from Montreal, Berlin, Buenos Aires, Toronto, and San Francisco. Now he's going to be in Victoria speaking about um, <clears throat> art in public spaces and how we uh, continue to create public spaces for art. And um, I'll be speaking with a couple other people from Victoria, Sue Donaldson, Katerina Thornson, Will Wiegler, and Yelmer Winstab, who is a clayquat carver, and he's completing his BFA at uh, the University of Victoria, and he's a wonderful artist, and I'm sure you can see his uh, work up at the grad show right now. Um, We'll be speaking about making space for public art and youth engagement, and more focusing for me on uh, creating space for Indigenous artists who may be marginalized and have a different set of struggles facing them, uh, especially in urban communities where they may not have all the support uh, they need and and traditional teachings that that they might learn from uh, living rurally. So that's coming up this weekend. Also, travel journeys are coming up. You can find out more about them on fnbc.info. I'm pretty sure also if you're listening to Native Waves, uh, Janet did a show about them. You can check that out on Native Waves Radio Facebook page. And tomorrow is Dining Out for Life. It's an initiative by it's Vancouver Island, which plans to donate 25% of every dinner um, sold, and all the pre- proceeds are going to AVI programs. So tomorrow you can go out for dinner, lunch, breakfast uh, to the restaurant of all those participating and support a wonderful cause. And for a full list of participants, you can check out AVI's website at avi.org forward slash D-O-F-L. Um, Morrissey is sticking his nose in the seal fee business. Uh, Recently, I was looking online and I found that he had made a statement um, about the seal hunt being greedy and barbaric. And I'd like to urge any celebrity with qualms about the seal hunt to try and subsist on a plant-based diet in the Canadian Arctic without the aid of their bank account. Um, 
It's really ridiculous all of the hor- horrific things that are happening and being said to artist Tanya Tagak and anybody supporting uh, CLFs. If you would like to see these and, and fight for the cause, you can go to Twitter, hashtag CLFE, that's S-E-A-L-F-I-E, and see all the things that people are saying. And, um, you know, it's back and forth. A lot of it is... <clears throat> Uh, animal rights activists who maybe don't have a great idea what it's like living in the Arctic or or living in an Inuit community. Uh, there's the lowest food secu- security of any developed country in Canada or around the world. Um, and I think it would benefit everybody to check it out and see what's happening and to check out Tanya Tagak's page. She has lots of resources there about um, what's happening there in in the Arctic and uh, with the seal fees. Up next, we're going to have some ATRC for your listening pleasure. Thanks for listening to Coastal Voices on CFUV uh, 101.9 in Victoria. Also streaming online at cfuv.evic.ca. You can find us on Twitter at CFUV and at CFUVDJ. Okay, to recap, we spoke to Megan Champion about TETLAS today, which is a gift certificate program you can participate in by going to www.tetlas.org. Next, we talked about Gail Shea and the Fort Nelson LNG Summit. Um, We spoke about Lauren Harper's blunder uh, at, I, I don't know, some sort of cat cat awareness convention or whatever. And um, we spoke a bit about uh, upcoming events in Victoria. There's that Cowichan Arts Festival. If you want to find out more about that, again, stay tuned to CFUV and you can check it out at www.aff.com. Couchin.net. It's the 10th anniversary of the Couchin Aboriginal Festival of Film and Art. It's called Real Vision, and it's between April 23rd and 26th. And you can check that out um, in the Couchin area. Uh, also, Reclaim the Streets, we spoke about that. That's coming up this week. Up next, we have Straight No Chaser, and they're just coming in here right now. Um, I hope you all have a good week. Thanks so much for listening to Coastal Voices. I am your host, and I'll be here again next week between 5 and 6. If you're interested in finding out more about Coastal Voices, find us out on... uh, (laughs) Look at us on Facebook. (laughs) Look us up on Facebook. It's uh, Coastal Voices on Facebook, and uh, I'm on Twitter at Sasha Ouellette. You can find me there, or uh, you can find us at CFUV. Um, listen to us at cfuv.uvic.ca thanks so much for listening